What's up, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton. And I'm Brett. Let's Let's talk. Welcome back, those of you tuning with us live on our Rumble channel or YouTube channel or on our podcast, wherever you're checking us out at right now. Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton, and on my screen with me, you see Pastor Brett Heilman as well with me this evening. How's it going, Brett? How's it going, man? Season two of Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm excited to get started in it. New season, new book. Got a lot of exciting things coming this year. We're looking to go through the book of Acts. This season on Let's Talk, season one took forever because we, or it took a year and a half because we went through the entire book of John. If you haven't caught any of that, you can still catch that. It's on our podcast, or if you catch some of our videos are up on our video platforms. Most of them will be, all of them will be on the podcast, so uh, we kind of limit the videos. But to this time, since it's the first episode of season one, we want, or season two, sorry, we wanted to go ahead and do a video show. So that's what we're doing. We're in two different locations. They were calling for inclement weather today, but it didn't do anything here. So, uh, but we still just decided to go ahead and do it this way again. So I hope that you guys enjoy this. Make sure you're hitting us up at wait.letstalk at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. You can always catch us there. Make sure you're subscribing on Rumble, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on the whatever podcast platform you're checking this out on. We'd really appreciate it. And make sure you're checking us out on Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. And if you remember, I think it was last show or the show before, I said, uh, you know, the start of a new year is a great time to check out a new social media platform. So I hope that maybe you guys are doing that, checking us out over there. You can check us out on Zapit, X-A-P-I-T dot com. Head over there, look up Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett, set up a profile, and you can check out the show or you can, you can get a link from there. Just... You know, being a new year, it's a great time to try something new and to get out there and maybe step away from Facebook. But you'll always be able to find us on Facebook as long as Facebook is there. I guess we'll probably, we'll probably be there. So, uh, but yeah, check out a new platform, uh, social media platform, and uh, try something different this year. And you caught Did I forget anything? Are. Me what? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know if I forgot something. Check out, make sure you, I hope you got to see our ad before we pushed up today's show. We got a kind of a new look. We took some new pictures. We're trying to do a fresh new thing, but we figured why not, if we finish the book of John in season one, continue the story and find out what happens to the disciples. So if you have never studied your Bible, you've never read your New Testament, you can roll with us in season two, which obviously at times we have breaks. We talk about other things in between, but as we go through the book of Acts now, so hopefully you've caught all of John. If you haven't, you can go back and study John with us. All we're doing is really looking kind of at the surface details. We don't really go a whole lot deep on a lot of cases, but we just kind of want to talk about what's going on in the situation. And I hope you guys enjoyed that and get ready to do the same thing with the book of Acts. And you know what's cool with the book of Acts is something that I've been saying for a while, and I, I know uh, me and Trenton have talked about, too. It's like almost like right now with everything taking place, uh, God's moving in such a mighty way, in such a big way right now, that it's almost like we're living in like 
literally Acts 29. That's been one of the things that uh, Pastor Ed was preaching on at Joy Church there a couple of, for a couple of months. And uh, we, we really are. It's almost like we're in Acts 2.0, Trenton, that we, you know, we're seeing a lot of uh, similar things take place. We're seeing a lot of the church really wake up and uh, recognize that there is a move of God happening. So going through the book of Acts, hopefully that will motivate a lot of people. Hopefully it'll motivate us as well to get us to really, you know, step out there and into the things of God and to not be, not to be afraid to take a look into something that how, uh, maybe out of your comfort zone, you know, you know, there's lots of denominations and there's lots of things out there. And, you know, me and Trent, we've been in a couple of different denominations and we know that there's differences and some people have, you know, they, they want to stay over here and some people want to stay over here. So maybe going through this right now will will awaken us a little bit to get us to step out of our comfort zone to see what the Holy Spirit did in the book of Acts and to see how the Holy Spirit is moving right now on the earth. And he is moving very much like he did in the book of Acts. I'd have to agree with that statement. And if you haven't seen that, it's because you're not paying attention. You need to wake up and look around you in this world that we're living in right now. God is on the move. And there are big things coming, I believe, this year in 2022 that are going to shock the world in different ways. And we're looking for different weather patterns and earthquakes and whatever else that the prophets are calling for out there. But uh, we'll see when and how all that takes place. Really, it's up to God because this is still his world. Whether the devil feels like he's running things right now or not, mm. God is still ultimately in charge and ready to go. So in Acts chapter one, we start there in verse one. This is Luke writing the book of Acts, something maybe some of you didn't know. So I guess we could have done the book of Luke, but we didn't. We did John. So Luke actually wrote the book of Acts is what we believe, because it says the former account I made, O Theophilus, we believe right there. He's referring back to the book of Luke that he had written a letter to Theophilus, trying to get as much detail as he could about the Messiah I encourage you, I know we did John together, and go read the book of Luke, because there's a lot more details in Luke than are in many other Gospels. It's like the longest one, I believe, verse-wise of all the Gospels, because Luke went into a lot of details, and he did interviews with people. He got the story from the people that were actually there living it. But he says, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of them pertaining to the kingdom of God. And there is that 40-day number that we always hear about that Jesus mm. was here hanging out on the earth for that extra 40 days. What you got there, Brett? You know, I just wanted to go back to the top there because uh, that Theophilus, you know, a lot of people have really speculated who that guy was and what uh, what role he really played. And nobody really has a definitive answer. But one of the things that I found interesting was um, a few years. Well, it's been quite a few years ago now. Uh, I believe it was Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins put out an audio. Well, it was, they were they put out books, but they also put it out on a audio book, like on CDs. And. Theophilus in that series that they put out was see Luke was uh, Luke was a slave a slave boy but he caught the attention if I can remember correctly of Theophilus and Theophilus ended up kind of uh, becoming almost like a mentor or somebody important you know to 
kind of took care of Luke. And actually, in that series, you find out that Theophilus actually funded to have that book, you know, the book of Acts wrote and also the his first book, the, you know, the book of Luke. Mm-hmm. But nobody really knows too much about what the who Theophilus was. Some people think that he just actually, you know, may have just funded it. And he was somebody that maybe Luke knew through being a physician that maybe had some money and was a nice guy and helped fund Luke be able to write these books and to get him you know, to maybe distribute them a little bit rather than just having one letter. Maybe there was multiple letters of that made or something. Nobody knows for sure, but I always find things like that in the Bible interesting, the things that we don't know exactly who it was or why it's written there. But, you know, if Luke put it, if Luke put it there, because Luke was that way, he, he was very specific about the things that he wrote, even to the point now where historians are, are starting to realize that more and more that he was very specific about his things. So, Maybe he was an important guy, and maybe he was just somebody Luke knew. We don't really know, but I found it fascinating anyway. That series you're talking about, that was fiction based on fact, right, or based on what they do know. They're trying to <laughs> emphasize, make yeah, a story they, out of it, because we don't really know a lot about Theophilus. What was the name of that Yeah, series, they just anyway? filled in the gaps a little bit. What was the name of that series, anyway? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't tell. I remember I you got all, all of them, right? Didn't you collect all uh, four Gospels? <laughs> It was the Chronicles of the Bible Chronicles or the Chronicles of something because I had all of them, but I've lost them over the years. I don't even know where they're at anymore, but yeah, uh, I'd have to look. Maybe I can look it up and next week I'll (laughs) be able to find it. But either way, if you're wondering what the series is he's talking about, that's what it is. So they took and created stories from the characters we see in the Bible and that we don't have a lot of information and tried to create more story there just to make it interesting. So they're not trying to change anything. They're just throwing out an idea. Why not? What if yeah. this would have happened? Yeah, there really wasn't. I don't think there was really any scripture in them. It was more of like a background story of Luke. Like it was a made up story about Luke and the events of his life that led him to where he came here in, as, you know, in the scriptures. The same way with uh, Mark and John and Matthew. It was background stories that they just made up that led up to where they were in the Bible. So it wasn't adding or taking anything it was just more or less for fun but they were very fascinating that sounds interesting yeah i never got to read any of them but it sounds interesting because i like that kind of stuff myself you know i've i even considered writing some series a long time ago some of the names in the bagats that we don't really have stories on just to kind of give them a story so that we would you know help people to relate hopefully to the gospels but you know, the idea is still there. I've got it jotted in my notes with all the books God's given me I need to write that I haven't written yet. But uh, but I got to write. Whenever I get time to write them, I'm planning <laughs> on writing some stuff. So uh, there, you guys can look for some books, hopefully later, if I get a chance to do that. But continuing there in verse 4, it says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. We can stop right there for just a second, because this was referred to in the Gospels. Jesus told them this, you know, that John baptized by fire or water, that we would be baptized by fire, and that was referring to the Holy Spirit. I believe that's in the Gospels. I don't know if it's in Acts or the Gospels. I know it's right here. But uh, that's why he's referring back to something that he had taught them, and he's reminding them, yes, John baptized with water, but you're getting ready to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Now, can you imagine sitting there, Brett, 
<laughs> just being one of these guys, you've never, you don't know what this Holy Spirit is that he's talking about. And he's saying, not many days from now, you're going to be baptized with this Holy Spirit. I wonder if they're thinking, am I going to get wet? What's going to happen? How's this going to take place? What do you think, Brett? Any thoughts? Well, the, it made me, uh, you know, it, it was towards the end of the book of John, remember, whenever Jesus just showed up in the room and didn't he, uh, he breathed on him and told him to receive the Holy Spirit. You know, there's, there's so many different teachings out there right now about the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit and things like that. I got to thinking about that. And I just, I guess maybe get your opinion on that was whenever he breathed. And this is just, this is just Brett thinking. Okay. I think at that point is whenever, cause you know, whenever I believe that whenever we accept Jesus as savior, the Holy Spirit comes in, right. Becomes our comforter becomes, uh, the one that says, don't do that. <laughs> That's okay. Don't do that. Um, and teaches us things. But I think that there's also a separate event. And I know this is very controversial with a lot of people, but I think that this is what we're seeing here is whenever he breathed on him, they received that comforter. They received that Holy Spirit for the first time. But this here is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's something different that's getting ready to take place. And we know that it's different because of what's going to happen in chapter two, not to get too far ahead of ourselves. But something drastic, drastically different happens to them that changes them forever in a way that it didn't change them in a way back in John when Jesus just breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. I don't know. What do you think? There are scriptures that seem to indicate it is a separate event. And I know, once again, like he said, there's disagreements on that. We're going to get to them because they're all in the book of Acts. And uh, maybe that'd be something we'll point out as we go. Because it does seem to be a separate event, you know, because Paul asked some people and we'll have to get to the story. I didn't have it pulled up and ready that, you know, have you been baptized with the Holy Spirit since you were saved or since you were baptized? So it seems yeah. to indicate a separate event that is happening, which we believe at Next Level Freedom Church, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a separate event. You're saved. That's a whole separate event. You don't have to be baptized with the Holy Spirit to be saved. But if you get baptized, there's extra benefits in it for you. So we're not one of those that go as far as to say, if you don't have the Holy Spirit baptism, you're not saved. Because if you don't have evidence of speaking, it, we don't go that far. We say that you, you, you get the Holy Spirit in you when you're saved. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit gives you power. Like Jesus is talking about, you will get power. We're going to get to that when we get to chapter two. You will have power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And sadly, many people in this society stop with where they're comf comfortable and mm -hmm. never receive that power. But it is a gift. So you don't have to have it to be saved. But, you know, it's there. And why wouldn't you want everything that God has for you if you have that option? So, but, you know, don't go. We're not going to go off into that. But, you're right. It is. It's got a lot of disagreement among theologians and different people with that. So, uh, but as you we know, I want to the verses. We can talk about that more. I just wanted to put out there. You know, you talked about people not wanting to step out of their comfort zone. Hey, I was one of those people for many, many years. There was uh, a lot of time where I was just very standoffish about a lot of things. But you know, I began to pray about it, and you know. I didn't have some grand event, you know, I just, I prayed that the Lord, like, Lord, I want to, I want to speak in tongues and it didn't happen right away. It was over a series of things and events. It wasn't just like one grand moment. Some people have that and other people I've heard other people don't have that. And I was one of those that didn't 
really have that. It was one of those very subtle things that begin to change in my life. And I'm still in the process of seeing a lot of those things that, you know, the scripture talks about with, with boldness and, you know, speaking in tongues and uh, exercising, you know, walking in different gifts and things like that. I'm still growing in that, in, in a lot of that way. So it really is a gift. And it really is one of those things that I encourage everybody to ask for, just to ask for that. You know, I asked God, I asked for the baptism of the Holy Spirit many, many times. And I'm like, all right, where's it at? <laughs> now what? You know, no, nothing seemed to happen, but I asked for it. And now I've noticed that over a period of time, God has given me, I think, what God knows that I can handle at certain times. And I've watched, I've watched a lot of those things manifest in my life. So just because it doesn't happen as soon as you ask for it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. You keep pursuing God and keep seeking him for it. And you'll begin to understand it in, in your way and in your time and the way that God allows it to happen too. And I'll never forget the day that it happened to me because it was on a Saturday morning prayer meeting at 9 a.m. And they, cause I went to love and truth church we was in Tennessee and at nine o'clock and they would have prayer generally from nine to 10. But that particular day, I think it was more like 1030 by the time we were done praying for everybody. It wasn't, I had been asking for it, but it wasn't something I was expecting to happen that day, but it fell. And I was like, what is going on? I'm looking at myself. I'm crying for no reason. And I'm speaking a language I don't understand. And, you know, I'm bawling my eyes out. But, you know, everybody's experience is a little bit different. But that's just how mine went down. Maybe I can talk about that more on later shows or something. But therefore, in verse six, it says, therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, this is important. I used this verse this past Wednesday in church. So if you're checking this out on Tuesday, I'm talking about last Wednesday before the new year that I talked about this verse. It said, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. That covers the known world at that time, that Jesus mm -hmm. is saying, when you receive this gift that I'm promising you is coming, you will receive power. There's that word, dunamis, power, like dynamite. We get the word dynamite in English from that word, and it's talking about an explosive power like of God. And so this is something, sadly, in today's society, much of the church is missing because they've gotten comfortable with what's comfortable and, you know, what mm -hmm. they call the norm. And it's really not the norm. God's moving in big ways right now. And we're seeing all kinds of this just at our church alone at Next Level Freedom Church. We're seeing God move in big ways. So what do you got, Brett, on that particular part? You know, I just wanted to go back to verse six real quick because it this, let me read it again. It says, so when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? So I guess what I wanted to point out, guys, was this is, you know, just because we don't understand something, it's OK, because even the disciples at this point still did not understand what was going on. They were waiting for Jesus to set up this kingdom right now, bring Israel back to the forefront, overthrow Rome. I mean, they were still waiting for these things to take place. And that's not what was getting not what was getting ready to take place. Mm. So I, I think the point that I want to make is just like just because we don't understand something right now 
It doesn't mean that we're not going to understand it later. It doesn't mean it's like if you don't understand the baptism of the Holy Spirit now, it's okay because it's not a salvational issue. You need to make sure that you are saved first and foremost and building your relationship with God. As that relationship builds, those mysteries or those things that you don't understand, just like the disciples here didn't understand that it, the kingdom wasn't coming the way that they were anticipating everything to happen. And it's just like in your life, you don't know how God is going to manifest and work in your life. You just have to go along with him for the ride and allow him to work in your life. And you'll begin just like me. I'm a questioner. I question everything. Trenton knows it. We've, we've had lots of conversations. I mean, we've been friends for 20 something years. I question a lot of things because to me, that's the best way to get a more clear understanding. You, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to just rush headlong into making, you know, spiritual decisions. I like to, I got to look at things and, you know, analyze it. That's who God made me to be. So that's who I am. That's how he's worked with me over the years. It's not a doubt thing or a fear thing. It's I want to have an understanding and that may be who you are. And that's probably how a lot of the disciples, they were just confused. Like, all right, Lord, we went through this whole thing for three years now. You've died. You've resurrected. You're getting ready, you know, to ascend. And so where's the kingdom? Like, I, I thought it was coming. They just didn't understand, just like you may not understand everything. So be patient and let God work. And I, I would also encourage you, and I think we've said this before on the air, if you're out there listening to us, you heard what he just said. It's important to do your research. If you're, if you're curious about something, dig on it. Look it up. Try to figure out information. Now, here's what I will encourage you as you're digging. Don't go into that digging with a bias because you're going to read the stuff you want to mm -hmm. read. If you go into that studying all sides and try to piece it together, or you go in by somebody who has the experience that can tell you about it, that's the place that you need, whatever your topic is, whether you're talking about baptism yeah. of the Holy Spirit, whether you're talking about, you know, just relative topics that you're living with every day. Maybe some of you are hip on the creation story. There was years when I studied creation. I studied everything about it and how the Bible and the science behind it and, you know, just things like that. We talked, we had some stuff where we talked about evolution. We looked into evolution versus creation. You know, you look at all sides. And when you do that, God yeah. begins to reveal things to you. And what we came up with through, if you use that as an example in our research is the Bible's really the most accurate book we got on any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's just one yep. example. But if you're curious about baptism of the Holy Spirit, I tell you what, this will give you a reason to hit us up. I'd be glad to order a book for you and send it your way to help you find out more about it. So, or you can do the research on your own. I don't have the book title in front of me. I wish I had it with me. I didn't bring it. Maybe I'll bring it next week when we do our next show and we can look at it then and see what, what's going on. That's one of the, that's exactly what I did is I went and I found books and I talked to people. I didn't, I mean, I talked to Trenton and I talked to some other past, a couple other pastors and I went and found books on it and studied it out. You know, I, if, if you go into it with the mindset of this is all a bunch of just people speaking gibberish, then that's exactly what you're going to get from mm -hmm. it. But if you go into it and you're saying, God, if this is really from you, and then the next thing you know, now you're speaking gibberish. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then you're, you're realizing that it's not gibberish anymore. It's you, you feel the connection to God whenever you're, whenever you're uttering these things coming out of your mouth, you feel that greater connection. So yeah, it, it's all about how you go into it, go into it with that open mind of both sides. Maybe it's real, maybe it's not real, but I'm going to find out the answer. 
and God will give you the answers. I, I guarantee it. He gave me the answers. And mm-hmm. so. And I got enough confidence in the Holy Spirit that if you're looking up any topic that you choose in this Bible, Holy Spirit's going to guide you in the direction oh, yeah. that you need to go. So uh, I'm telling you, look it up, do your own research, look this things up. And, you know, that goes with other things we've talked about here on the air. If you're not doing research, then you're just another Christian who's not ready for whatever's coming because there's a whole list of things getting ready to happen. And you're not ready if you haven't studied and shown yourself approved is how Timothy, I believe it is, tells us that. So um, I want to go ahead and read through verse 11 there real quick, and then we can come back and talk some more if we want. But also, I want to point out the seasons in a minute. But let me finish reading 9 through 11. It says, Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. And I think that that right there is awesome, too. (laughs) They're standing there. They're looking up, right? We've got too many people in the church looking up. Oh, it's got to be the last days. I don't need to do anything. I'm just waiting on Jesus's return. Right. But the angel said he'll be back the way he left. He'll be back. So you need to do what he told you to do and go. Go. You yep. can't sit here. Too many people in the church just want to sit at home and look at the sky and just wait on Jesus's return. Hey, it may not happen in your lifetime. We really don't know when that's going to happen. So the best thing we can do right now is be doing what he be about our father's business. That's how Jesus said it in the Gospels. Like be about our father's business, doing what he's given us to do right now, not standing, looking up, ministering to people. There is such a harvest right now that is starting to flow. We're still in the early stages, I believe, of this third final great awakening. But there's a harvest right now of people that are looking for answers and not enough harvesters, laborers to do it. So you need to get out there and go stop looking up. And look around you, see what the world's going on around you. Go ahead, Brett. You know, that's one of the things I noticed in 2021, you know, just God moved so much in my life in 2021, you know, with the the changing of churches and then the spiritual things that he taught me and then just the, the gifts and things that he's began to show me that. I really think that 2021 was a year that God began to really wake up a lot of people in the church. Not necessarily, I don't know how I want to say that. I I don't think that it was people that were necessarily not doing things for God, you know, because I think it was people that had wanted to do things for God, but got into a place kind of like me where you didn't know what to do. You were in a place, you're like, God, what do I do? Where do you want me? How, How can I serve? And that's where I was. And that's when God began to speak to me about a lot of things. And I've seen a lot of changes happen in my life. And I think that happened for a lot of people. I don't think it was just me. And I think that in 2022, I think that it's those people now it's guys, we have got to get on the ball. And it's, I don't think it's just because I think we're out of time. I think it's because now there's work to do. Uh, I don't, I don't think the, the Eastern sky is going to break open tomorrow and Jesus is going to come and rapture us all. I used to believe that. I believe it will happen someday, but I don't believe it's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, I'm not God. It could, but I think that right now we have, he's given us work to do. 
he's there's a heart it's like Trenton said there's a harvest out there you know we we got to go out and we got to bring bring these people in because why would God be doing everything that he's doing if he wasn't preparing his his body the church to go out there and to get these people that that, that need Jesus I mean just the next level freedom church you know uh, with the revival that we did with Joy Church, look at the, some of the trends I'm talking about. Some of the things that we've seen, some of the people we had come in, and how many ways we tried to help these people, and some of the fruit that's come from that. You know, some of the people that's coming to the church now, we're we're seeing great things take place, and these things were prophesied that they were going to come, and then lo and behold, what happened, Trenton? Here they are. <laughs> They're right here before us. If we wouldn't have took what was prophesied and what was said. If we wasn't ready for it, then we wouldn't have been ready for him. But we, I think in a lot of ways we were ready for him and we're trying to prepare for what God has next, which we don't know what all that is, but we know that there's changes coming within our church. So we're trying to prepare for that. And I think that that's what God's trying to get the body of Christ to do is it's just like I preached on a few weeks ago. Welcome to the newness. He's got something new that he's getting ready to do. If we have the same old mindset of 2021, Right. And we're not we're not looking forward to the future in 2022 and beyond now, then we're going to miss it. He's getting ready to do something different than he did last year. This year, we have to be ready for that. You have to get your mindset and you have to step out of that comfort zone. And really, all that means is saying, Lord, if this is you, help me walk through this, because that's that's an open heart. That's a that's a heart that cares and a heart that wants to be used. And God's going to use that. You don't have to just throw yourself out there and just randomly do strange things that you're (laughs) that you're not comfortable with you just have to say god walk me through whatever it is you want and that that's really all there is to it because he'll do that for you right right and i i said i wanted to mention the seasons i know we're getting close on our time so i want to mention them fairly quickly but the uh verse seven it's not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. And everything we've just said gets back to this point. It's just like the disciples. At this time, the disciples were concerned, like Brett was saying earlier, with, well, are you coming to set your kingdom up now? Are we getting ready to get escape Roman bondage? Are we getting ready to all these things happen? And what Jesus said to them, they said, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Jesus says it's not for you to know the times or seasons which the father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, the end of the earth. He's saying you're getting ready to receive something great. You're getting ready to receive a power from the Holy Spirit. Now they hadn't received it yet. Remember, we're not in Acts chapter two yet. We're still in chapter one. So them trying to understand this would be just like us trying to understand it. If Jesus was talking to us right now and none of this was written down yet. So we got to think from their perspective, what's going on, but they're worried about the seasons, just like people in this society are worried about the end of time. When is the last days? When is the end of time? Well, before you go concerning yourself with the last days and the end of time, you better concern yourself with where your soul is going. Are you saved? Are you born again? You better to concern yourself with discipleship, training, things that you need to do in order to become everything God has for you. You better be considering the Holy Spirit yourself having received him at least through salvation if you don't do the baptism once again we say that's a gift but we encourage everybody to do it because it's when you receive that power from the holy spirit that god's going to give you a boldness to become witnesses to him 
basically in all the world is what the saying, but in the known world at this time, he said Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. End of the earth covers us too. That covers this nation that we're living in. That covers this world that we're living in. If you're tuning in other countries, wherever you're at, that's where you need to start. You need to begin with salvation. You need to be born again. Then you can start concerning with the study. Now, if prophecy is one of them things you want to look into once you've figured out salvation, you know, we told you before, if that's something you want to look into, that's what kept us interested for as long as it did. Go ahead and dig into it. Look for some good resources. Find out some things on it. You know, we haven't done anything on that yet. You know, maybe down the road, season three, four, somewhere down the road, we might. <laughs> Who knows? But right now we feel like God is telling us to go through the book because people need to know what the basics of Christianity are. They're forgetting the basics because they're so concerned about when's the last days? When's the second coming of Jesus? When is all this going to end? When is all this going to happen? And God says, guys, look around. There's work to do. Why are you looking up? Look around. We just said that earlier. Go ahead, Brett. Well, you know, the scripture says, occupy till I come. Occupy till Jesus comes back. And that doesn't mean just occupy a little spot and just look up and say, all right, Lord, I'm ready. Occupy means to go out, to bring in disciples, to go to church, to fellowship. You know, it, mean, it means a wide variety of things. To go to work, take care of your family, go to school and live like tomorrow you're going to have to get a job and just all of these things. You know, you have to occupy where we're at right now. Because he needs us. He needs us to work. He needs us to fellowship. He needs us to go to church. He needs us to feed the hungry, he, you know, so on and so forth. And to clothe people, just all of these things. If we're not occupying, if we're not doing what we're told to do, then we're wasting, we're wasting precious time. All the way back here in the book of Acts, you know, whenever the angels, they said, why are you standing here looking up? He's coming back, but he's told you what you're supposed to go do. So stop staring at the sun. It's going to hurt your eye. You know, stop looking up. Your eyes are going to hurt. Get out there and go to work. Get out there and do exactly what he said to do. And as you know, as we get into this and we'll get into Acts chapter, maybe next week, probably not next week, probably be another week before we get into Acts chapter two. There's quite a bit left in this chapter, but, but you know, you're going to see that that's exactly what they did. You know, they, they went out and they began to do things. And, we, you know, we've talked plenty of times about Peter and his preaching, but we'll, we'll get into that here in a few weeks, probably. But that's what we've got to do, guys. The same things that the apostles did, they went back and they began to do the things that they were told to do. And if they wouldn't have done that, there would be no church. But because they did what Jesus told them to do, there's a church. And now that falls to us. We're the church now. And it falls to us to go out, take this thing into the world and to teach people and to care for people and show them that there's a better way than what this world's offering. Because the new norm that the world is, uh, is offering is not the new norm that I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of that newness that God has promised to his church right now. Amen. So uh, make sure you're hitting us up. That'll be all right, we're somewhere on our time. I know we're at least around 30, 35 minutes somewhere there. I started our timer a little late, but uh so, um, y'all, make sure you hit us up, talk at gmail.com. If you'd like more information on salvation, baptism, Holy Spirit, you got any other questions you'd like us to discuss on the air, make sure you're hitting us up at the email. That's talk at gmail.com. 
Also, you can hit us up at the voice message link located at the bottom of the description of each and every episode. You can leave us a voice message. We'll play it on the air if you'd like. So make sure you're check, hitting us up that way. Make sure you're subscribing on Rumble. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're checking this out on. You subscribe on YouTube. And make sure that you're sharing this. Click that share button and share this with as many people as possible. Help us spread the gospel to as many nations around the world as we can. We thank you so much. I'm going to say God bless. Turn it over to Brett, and we will see you next week. All right, guys. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and uh, make sure that you head over to Zappa and check us out over there and set you up a profile. And, you know, in 2022, this is the year for you guys to help us out. This 2022 is a year for you to, <laughs> to help us out. How about we make a commercial, Trent? <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is a great opportunity for you guys to start a new ministry of sharing things like this. And I know that maybe that sounds kind of like a cop-out ministry or something or whatever but there you know if you make sure that what you're sharing is godly and what you're sharing is is legit then you never know who you could reach by just clicking like and by clicking you know share and, and the different things that you can do over the social media platforms because look we're not we're not making a dime off of it you know we used to say that back in the beginning of this thing we're not making a dime off of this we do it because we want people to get the truth you know, we give up our time every Saturday or Sunday, usually whenever we do this, because we want to get the message out there because that's what we're called to do. We're pastors, and this is just another opportunity for us to get that message out there. But we need your help. And what you do is just as important as what we do, because if, if we sit here and do this and nobody sees it, then <laughs> there was no point in doing it. So we need you guys to help share that because... We can only do so much in our sharing. So if you're watching this right now, I'll shut up because I know I've been beating a dead horse with this one. If you <laughs> right now, just click share and send this to 10 people or 100 people, whatever you got. Send it to as many people as you can. You've done your part. You can't make them watch it, but you can send it to them and give them an opportunity to, to know that there's a better way. So I'm done. So I guess with that, Trent, you got anything else? We'll close in prayer. Go ahead. All right, Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that you gave us. We just pray, God, Lord, that this word will go forth. Father God, further your work, further your kingdom, Lord, and that uh, you would just bless the listeners, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed and inspired by the content. Do us a favor, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, tell a friend, and share this on social media. We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out, or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning in. God bless, and we'll see you next time.